welcome back to another episode of the Students Discuss podcast. It's been a while. Two months. It's been, what, last episode was late March? Yeah, it was, if I remember, the day the lockdown was announced. Yeah. So it was 24th March. 24th of March, man, it's been a while. What's yeah. what's changed for you? What's been happening? Talk me through your life, man. <laughs> I haven't, haven't seen you in a while. Well, I haven't, you haven't seen me at all, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, in a while. <laughs> in in two right. months. Yeah, well, more than two months. But, yeah, last time we saw, I was doing my diss. I finished it pretty much right then. Well, three days later. Mm. Then for the diss, I had to do a presentation as well. Oh, shit. How did that go? It was all right. It only took about five, ten minutes. So, like, did you guys have to do it through Skype? Yeah, well, you were supposed to do it through Skype, but we all just texted each other. Wait, I got a sick name, you know. What? Because, all right, so, like, no one's going to know, but this took three attempts for us to do this on Zoom. Okay, what? So we're the Zoomers. Oh. <laughs> we're Zoom boomers. <laughs> yeah, when you... So, like, all right, so, um, just for a little context, Abdul had to leave and go on a different PC... Right, so we this is our third attempt at re- trying to record this because we just can't. We don't understand the Zoom like everyone else. <laughs> and I was just there like, damn, where's the Zoom boom? <laughs> I told you, let's do Discord. Yeah, it's fine, it's fine. Right, back to where, what were we saying? Yeah, so um, oh, Skype. Project. Yeah, Yeah. so we did it. We just texted over Messenger and it was... Wait, you texted over Messenger? Yeah, just saying, oh, you do this, you do this, sorted. No, I mean like, for your actual presentation how did it go like oh no we oh, didn't wait. have to act- oh okay so what did you do we didn't actually have to present we just had to do like a brief as in what we would have said that's so shit yeah and then anyway he, the guy rinsed us you know we got our feedback but we never got our marks but he just mm. rinsed our presentation saying it was terrible basically so it was written yeah, it was kind of. It wasn't written. It was like a bullet points. Like we would, I would have discussed this, 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 and this, and then this is the slight the presentation we would have had. That's so. I feel like that's so harsh because it's like in in context. If you compare it to an actual presentation, you probably would have done quite well. <laughs> but I, because it's written, it's like they, remember they, what, what did I they expect at the beginning? Like when we were right at the beginning of the year. Like I'm not worried about the presentation at all. Like I believe in my ability to chat shit on the spot yeah so like let me tell so like for hours because my presentation even though it was earlier than your lots it was still um right at the start of lockdown um or just before lockdown but uni uni was starting to close but for ours what they said was um on powerpoint you can record you can do a voiceover over your slides Mm -hmm. so just do that and send it to us ah that's all right which is so simple when you when you think about it it's literally the same thing like yeah. you're talking you're just not there in person so I, th- I I assumed they would do that with you lot I'm I'm really surprised that they made you write it because then surely when they're critiquing no, it they're going to critique it in a more academic way no no it wasn't they never said write it we didn't have to write but, it we but, just said, but oh, you needed I like a script kind of no not even a script it was just bullet points like just so an briefly yeah and but then, then but the then, main part was yeah the main part was you know the questions they ask after the presentation yeah right now that they send you 10 questions at a specific time they'll tell you the specific time and you have one hour after that email comes to send your answers okay and they they have to be typed up 
on latex seriously or on latex latex yeah. cuz you yeah. need to type all the equations and stuff in it but can you so not just were, do it on word no cuz it's harder it's harder to type it on word all right okay imagine like trying to type formulas or like even word. um write it and then scan it in but yeah I think that's no harsh. but that would have taken longer Anyway, so 10 questions in only an hour and you have to type it up in LaTeX. I was like working like a madman for this hour. Yeah. Trying to answer all these questions. And a lot of people, I I mean, I got out of the, was it eight questions or 10 questions? I think I only didn't know two of them. Okay. Now the two, I kind of just bluffed over and said, oh, I didn't really do much on the project on this. Mm, Yeah. All right. But that other people like who I spoke to not on my project but on other projects mm. they had to do some Python programming wait really like, yeah like well, how would you program this on Python I'm like oh glad that wasn't me In that, do you know what that's so harsh though like did you know. I'm surprised you didn't complain no no I mean they're supposed to be hard like they're supposed no, to no but but you, you can't you're not like, supposed to know basically yeah but they're, they're expecting you to achieve the same percentage for a presentation where they would have asked you two, three, four questions that were relatively simple. No, no, they, they would have asked these questions even in person as well. So they would have asked people to do the Python. Yeah, so thing they said, how would you have, how would you have done this on Python? Basically, they could have asked that in, and you obviously don't have to type the code out. You have to tell them how what method you use. I I still think that's really harsh because I still think that when they when they're um, grading it and they they look at your answer and they're reading it as opposed to just listening to you on the spot they're surely yeah. going to grade it worse and the I, fact that yeah. they're doing 10 questions as opposed to two three i feel four. like they would have still asked that many even in person 10 questions at all oh i don't know it doesn't matter it's done now i i feel uh, hard to buy by that we didn't get any questions as <laughs> lucky you. They just yeah, they just said record it on PowerPoint and send it. <laughs> and then right, so once the project was done, I had to do an essay as well. That's for history of maths. Okay. Now, oh, yeah, yeah, Newton. <laughs> this method, this essay was a disaster. Really? <laughs> it's basically I, I finished it was on a Tuesday. I did my interview questions on I was supposed to do it on the Tuesday. Yeah. My man emails me saying, I can't do it to it, do it tomorrow. So now I'm still stressing about this interview questions and the essay's in for Thursday. So I, rather than having two days to do it, I only had one day to do it. So two. I'm up for about Wait, you had one day to hours. do the essay? Yeah, 3,000 word essay. Oh, so, I was so, up you, for, so you didn't do it beforehand? No, because I was okay. doing other stuff. I was doing my this, I was doing my history of maths essay. There was another bit of history maths I needed to do as well. Jesus. And I needed to do a logic coursework. Okay. Right, so I was doing all that stuff. And I spent, I, I, I was awake for about 14 hours straight. Didn't move from this, well, where I'm sitting right now. Mm. And tried to smash this essay out. It was 3,000 words. I did about 2,000. I had to submit it. <laughs> oh, God. You should have, why didn't you apply for a bloody extension? Because um, I don't know. I didn't want to. <laughs> Didn't want to bother anyone. Yeah, two thousand word essay. Yeah, it should have been three thousand words. See, so, and right, and I did consider applying for an extension, but I thought it's done now. It's just done. 
that, that, that's it. not the all right any advice for people who are just um about to start university or in university apply for a bloody extension if you need an extension <laughs> don't don't just stress and not not ask for any advice or not not apply for any because at the end of the day if you had applied for that extension it would have made your life a lot easier and you might have got a better grade in bloody history of maths <laughs> the thing is right this remember the first essay i did i literally yeah. smashed it yeah have but you got your grade back no 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 not for this essay not for the essay no do you get it in july then not for the i mean the second yeah it'll be in july anyway but i did get one mark back for my master's module okay the guy's an idiot he doesn't know he doesn't realize that you can't you can't show marks i think i told you about this oh wait you might have like two days ago or something yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. i got 71 though on a level five mashallah you did well (laughs) it's second worst that's so second worst in the year wait really yeah 71 yeah, there's only seven people who do this module. All right, so. context. And well, to those people who don't know, the other people are very smart, like and very the, smart. Are they in your year or are they like? The yeah, you know them, Dan, Dan, Aaron. All right, yeah, okay, then they're those, like they they yeah. yeah they're really smart then. Exactly. So I got second worst in the year, which but is it's still, still a first. really good. Yeah, it's a first. Like that's crazy. Anyway, I hope they don't adjust it though. Like, because this is my raw marks in terms of the cost. I don't think they will. Generally speaking, the raw and the provisional marks do tend to be pretty much the same, don't they? Yeah. Anyway, mm. we'll see in July what my final grades are. But I think I can get a 2-1 if I also get first in all the other modules next year. Inshallah. <laughs> Inshallah. <laughs> that'll, be a, that'll be a struggle. How many modules do you have to do next year? Do you know? So it's a forty credit project. Yeah. And four of the modules. So was it the same as what you did this year then? No, no, this year is a lot more modules this year. And it's only a twenty credit project. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so are you like you can't just continue the project you did this year onto next year, no, can no, you? No. And just make another no. twenty. That'd be cool. No. What what do you think you'd want to do your project on? We'll see when the topics come out. Also, oh, you don't even get to pick. No, you don't. Well, do... we'll get a choice. Um, what what kind of like general area? If you could say something, I want to carry on the topic I did right now. So the traffic what, one. So what? Like explain explain what your dissertation was. Right. So now it was on traffic. You know, it was on traffic. It's basically saying how modeling traffic. So why traffic jams happen? There's these things called stop and go waves which is basically you having to stop, wait for the car in front to move, and because you have to stop, the guy behind you has to stop, etc. Oh, yeah, funny joke. Well done. Yeah, go on. What were you saying? <laughs> Sorry, I just... Uh... <laughs> That's, this is actually the most worst joke I've ever heard you ever do. You kept talking, I was like... You kept talking, I was like, can you not hear me? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I wasn't going to talk about it. You're the one that asked, oh, what was your project on? I was, but then you started talking and then I realised it was that boring. So I was like, oh, God, <laughs> here we go again. No, so it was modelling, like, traffic flows. and, yeah, and let's, yeah. not, let's not talk about it anything. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> the question is, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Because you've finished uni completely now. 
Yeah, I mean, you have two. I mean, okay, yeah. For no, like completely, yeah, completely. Yeah. Scary times, man. Enter the real world now. But uh, nah, I think like the exams were pretty chill because. So initially, they they said to us that the exams will be online, and it'll mm. be um, three hours. So you get an hour extra, mm. um, just to submit your um, just to scan, take a picture, scan, and submit your work, which right. was like. I didn't mind because I was like, this is better than an actual exam. But apparently, a lot of people complained. Because the general uni guideline is that you are allowed forty eight hours for um, oh, to complete right, yeah. an assessment, and physics were saying we're only giving you three hours. <laughs> I never complained, but apparently enough people complained that they said, "Okay, we'll give you forty eight hours." So <laughs> my 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 exam literally went from this should be okay to come on two days. Like, do I even Imagine need to do hours any work? though? I told you about hours. Wait, so what, a- what was yours like? So imagine you normally have three hours for this exam. Mm-hmm. They've given us two weeks. <laughs> Wait, really? Two weeks. Wait, okay. So like you said, yours and you was, have all um, your notes. You said yours was coursework. So what kind of like? How was your format? Because for my the online same. Assess- imagine, the same. An ex- imagine an exam paper. Imagine did it? Did the they literally paper. dress it up the exact same? Yeah, it's did. It's just an example. It's it's your it's your example. So they, wait. So then, with yours, did they give you any guidelines like um, you're not allowed to talk to anybody else? They said that. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. (laughs) For the record, I didn't talk to anyone else. Oh, absolutely. Me too. Like nobody else, man. It was just completely my own work and, and, yeah. and nobody else had any contributions whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> no one cheated. Yeah, um, exactly. No, 100% though. Like, I, 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 I condone any form of cheating. Um, or collusion. Yeah, absolutely. As, as, a, um, as role models for our university, we condone it and 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 we will not have it and if if we found any of our friends did that we would do a six nine on them moving on (laughs) (laughs) um okay so your exam you're an alumni now am i huh yeah you're a leeds alumni now oh shit yeah 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 i've never really thought about what that meant you know i always thought like an alumni was like part of a prestigious kind of club when you're but it's literally just being a uni student that's graduated that graduated yeah yeah formal, formal student yeah, I'm, I'm, I would. I only know about alumni because when I left school, they made a big deal of being a Bolton School alumni. Oh, I mean, there are worse things you could be in life. <laughs> oh, actually, this brings me. This brings us Go to on. what I was going to say. What we're going to talk about next? Bolton schools. It's a private school. I've, we've talked about it being a private school before. Yeah, you. Yeah, you go to a private school. Yeah, I yeah. used to we go to a know. private school. <laughs> Anyway, so recently, obviously, all the stuff about Black Lives Matter has been taking off. Yeah. Now, rightfully was, so, by the way. Yeah. So after on that, is, there are some people there who are, let's say, bad eggs. Oh yeah. And I mean, I can imagine. I think I showed you the the Facebook post this guy made about oh, all, yeah, all yeah, lives matter and shit. The, yeah. And then everyone from school basically exposes him and just like insults him in the comments saying what, what you want about starts beefing him 
And then all then that moves on to why he's that kind of person because this is what came out from it, which is basically in school at the time there was a lot of racism. So was it just one person? It was one person who said that, but it, it the t- the conversation changed to into the wider topic, which is school in school at the time we didn't realize, like I didn't realize, but there was a lot of casual racism, shall we say? Oh yeah. Whereas mm. you don't realize that you shouldn't have to put up with that, but you only realize that you should have spoken up, and they shouldn't have done that after you've left. If you I th- that's the big thing, I think. Um... I don't know what it's called. Is it? It's not systemic racism, is it? No, I don't know where it is, but it, we call it casual racism. Yeah, where right, we we'll call it casual racism. Where it's, it's literally racism just dressed up as oh, it's just bad. As as a joke, yeah, 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 yeah. So and the thing is, if you say if you the more the more you were like oh, I'm not having that, the more you got picked on. School, oh mate, school's horrible. When you really think about it, like in terms of bullying. The amount of yeah. bullying that was just so unnecessary, like, yeah. oh mate, school, school, oh it was ruthless, man. It was actually ruthless. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's what the conversation went to. Because and now that I look back, it was actually so bad. It is because it's like it's it's the small things, and it just you don't realize it, but those small um, things that you kind of drill into your brain. Those small stereotypes. And that, that's thing. the whole reason why a lot of people just aren't educated, and a lot of people think certain things. And for example, like um, the the stereotype that um, black men are gonna be thieves, or they're gonna be criminals, or if you see yeah. s- some in a hood, that mm. um, in a, in a, in a garment hood, by the way, not not in the hood, <laughs> but if you see so, someone in like if you see like a young black man in a yeah, hood, yeah. instantly he's a threat. And that that kind of stereotype is why a lot of people are just like fearful because everyone just feeds that stereotype, throws more small things into that stereotype, and that's why like a lot of the times, um, society just doesn't progress because we're still trying to jump over, jump over these stereotypes people have. So like for example, like, you know a lot of people, um, a lot of black people have spoken out about like, um. Um, how they're not allowed to wear their hair a certain way at work so they're not allowed to have like dreadlocks or braids or you know things that are like part of their culture and um, or like purple hair or whatever you have whatever yeah and they're not allowed to do it because it looks bad on said company or said brand but that that's literally this feeding into those stereotypes again you're not helping the situation you're just making it worse and you just you just going back to the companies, right? yeah, all go the on. companies who are coming out now saying, "Oh, we support Black Lives Matter," this and that. Mm. They don't. They don't give a shit. They don't. It, yeah, it's all perform- performative, isn't it? Like, have you? A lot did of, you hear about the uh, what Temple Donut in Leeds? I did. I did. Apparently, yeah. this stuff. There's like a really bad racist um, aura yeah, yeah. about them, and yeah, I've heard mm. some bad stuff about them. Um, and apparently I saw someone um, on my Instagram call them out and then got immediately blocked and apparently a lot of people were getting blocked for calling them out so it's it's bad isn't their own account blocked though now just disabled I don't know I've never actually been you know I didn't even know this existed same I didn't know it existed what's it called Temple Donuts or something yeah Temple Donuts Leeds or something Temple Donuts 
The only donut place I knew about was yeah, Temple Coffee donuts. and Donuts. No, so they're um yeah, they've deleted all their posts. They have one post up now, which is about what? which is a video. I'm not gonna play it, but it says statement. We cannot comment any further as we do not want to prejudice the ongoing investigation or breach anybody's privacy, and they've turned oh. comments off. So I don't know. Oh, what's happened there? But clearly, yeah. something's well, happened. Hmm. That's bad. That's bad. I don't even know how they got called out for it. I guess maybe former employees or customers who've heard bad things. Cut the cough out. Cut the cough out. <laughs> I'm keeping it in. <laughs> oh, wow. I, th- I think everyone's over coronavirus at this point. Bro, I've still got to go to work. Oh, shit, yeah. How's that been? Oh, mate, it's, it was so busy. Honestly, so busy. Wait, why? Everyone what are people just... buying? Imagine sitting at home. What have people got to do? They've got Amazon or wherever online shopping and they're just spending all the furloughed money they're getting from the government. That's true. Literally, everyone's become a glorified student. <laughs> I love that everyone's become a glorified student. They have. They spend government money on shit they don't need. It's not really government money because the government's borrowing it themselves. <laughs> exactly. So it's all right. Do you realise how messed up it's getting now? Money that no one's earned, that's just been made out of thin air, and people just spending it. On but then, at the same time, at the same time, isn't that how the economy works? Isn't that how you yeah, how uh, you improve I, the economy? You need to you need I to showed spend you that to, video. Yeah, I showed you that video, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. So this is this is what's stupid about society, where the more people save, the poorer they get, because. The whole of society, the whole way the economics works is you need to spend for other people to get an income. Mm. So if you don't spend, then that person's not getting rise. an income. Yeah, because yeah. the other person's not getting their income. Now this is the issue with you know like big billionaires. If mm. a if there was a massive billionaire, and he spent all of his money, it would be fine. It you know this trickle down economics. Yeah, yeah. It would actually trickle down. Yeah. So because. Assuming that he didn't spend it on just like a really expensive Rolex, he he spent it on a lot of things. Even if so he it, spent it on a really expensive Rolex, at least that money is changing hands. But okay. if it's just sat in his bank account, that that money is imagine money is resources, right? Yeah. So he's sat on all these resources that other people can't use. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I anyway, get. So, yeah, I do get you. So. What what is your what is your answer to um, solving the economic crisis? I have crisis? no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. The issue is stops it. We need to think of something where saving is rewarded. Where saving is rewarded. Yeah. So where if you save, you actually benefit, and not that if everyone started saving, everyone gets poorer. Where where the economy benefits, but that, yeah. that wouldn't happen because you need to spend. Exactly. This is the problem. Where if you save, you're hurting the economy and therefore yourself. Mm. Are you hurting yourself? You you don't notice it immediately, but imagine everyone is saving, and then the, then you be a are recession, and then exactly. So look, no, no, no. This is how messed up it is, right? So imagine you save, right, and everyone saves. So then a recession starts. So the value of the money you saved starts to shrink. Exactly. <laughs> so then so it's then like, what, what have you saved? It was really? pointless. Exactly. Yeah. This is how messed up the system is. 
But then, but here's my my issue, right? Because right. it's the same here as it is in the US, right? Hmm. Reasonably, but I swear I've read somewhere that the US economy is actually um, they've done quite well to um, whatever they've done, they've done well, and and hopefully their their economy will just stabilize correctly. Whereas I feel like here our economy just won't stabilize correctly because whoever's um, in in charge of managing um, the economy in our country is just doing a really bad job at it. Well, it's Boris, isn't it? Yeah, but like, who's the? Um, it's it's not the chancellor, that, is it? Yeah, the chancellor is this guy called Rishi Sunak. See, oh. I I kind of like him because he seems to know what he's doing more than Boris does. They're all Tories. But but then yeah, but then he's a Tory, so you're like, what's he really gonna like? Where, no, no, you know, should I tell you something, right? You know, how we, you might insult the Tory party for being right wing, right? But mm. let's break it down, right? Two female prime ministers in the UK's history, both from the Tory party. Okay. All the Asians you've seen in cabinet or in positions of power, none from Labour, all have been in the Tory party. I mean, so people are like bashing the Tory party for being right wing, but the Labour party has to look at themselves and say, well, what are you doing in terms of? trying to get people either women or people of colour into positions of but colour. I think you've said this before but it's um, the fact that Tony Blair was the last um, elected Labour um, yeah. candidate and he wasn't really left wing he was more um, middle with all his views so it was yeah he was basically he's basically a Cameron basically right but he's, he's not right he's just not like no, fully no, left he's centre cent, left centre left I'd say is it I don't know if this is the correct term but is it a Marxist no no Mar- this is Marxist every time someone says Marxist just ignore them just ignore <laughs> what they have to say because, because, because when I, when I looked just... up on this everyone seems to um, give the implication that um, a Marxist is someone that is his values are like, or his or hers values are uh, center based, center orientated. You know, there's no like left wing, no right wing. It's more like kind of a blend of 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 um, both. I, I'm Tony Blair wasn't a Marxist. Is is all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. He wasn't a Marxist. So so what 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 is the difference then between him and a and a Marxist? Or what what separates him from that? Right. So Marxist is like it's kind of is as far as I know mm. it's not actually a particular way of terms of right wing and left wing it's like looking at how society will pro- progress so it was a guy called Karl Marx as you know mm. I'm just going to get this up on Google well, so yeah, well from what I've I'm just going to read um, from Investopedia uh, Marxism is a social political and economic philosophy which examines the effects of capitalism on labour, productivity and economic development and argues for a worker revolution to overturn capitalism in favour of communism. Ah, so, yeah. So it's basically saying how a capitalist society will eventually progress to being communist. So... Is that basically what it's saying? If you dumb it down. 
Yeah. So it's basically, it's not really a way of, it's not really a political leaning. It's basically a philosophical way of looking at things. But then, hmm. With like communism, we might just be chatting shit here, but as for the way no, I no, but but with like communism, you're you're more merging social classes, aren't you? Would you not argue what that because 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 um, communism is um, kind of like for the people, right? Communism. Okay, so it's it's a social organization with all properties owned by the community. Yeah. Now, would you not, would you not argue that communism aims to make social classes a thing of the past? What it aims to do and what it actually does are two very different things. I suppose. There's, okay, let's look at the list of communist societies we've had. Yeah? Go on. Cuba. Mm. USSR. Okay. North Korea. Is Russia communist? Uh, Russia is, yeah, yeah, but not really. So in name, it's a democracy because they do have elections, except mm. these elections are always fixed. <laughs> Putin's, all, Putin's <laughs> always in power. Yeah. And a lot of their policies is very socialist as well. Okay. The only true, true communist society is probably Cuba. Okay, I don't know much about Cuba, to be honest. Right, so this is the this is the thing about Cuba. So doctors in Cuba get paid less than taxi drivers. The reason is doctors are hired by the state, so they'll only you'll only be allowed to become a doctor if the if the country needs doctors. So when you're in uni, so say you finish uni, you mm. can't choose what you want to do. The government will tell you what you should do. So then, what do you do in uni? Well, you study what they told you. Oh, right, so they'll tell you what to do in uni. And yeah, just... yeah, so it's say we need doctors. And then when you finish, when you graduate and you become a doctor, you get paid by them, but it's really shit wage. Now, the reason taxi drivers in Cuba got paid so much is because they're self-employed. Oh. They're not, they drive taxis and they get paid from tourists or wherever. Mm. And the tourists were paying them so much more than the government would have gave, gave them if they were doctors. So what's happening is a lot of doctors are just going, well, I'm being a taxi driver. But then surely the demand for doctors would increase. But isn't it legal? Though? No, but... Like, isn't it like you have to become a doctor if we tell you to become no, a doctor? No, I mean, they do doctors, but then I think they do it on the side as a taxi driver. And that's the only oh, way right. they're living. Okay. And what's happening in Cuba is, is this black market of free trade, basically where yeah, these taxi drivers are literally, well, people are selling stuff on the side that they're not actually allowed to do. As in like an occupation? Yeah, so like even selling regular stuff, not even okay. illegal stuff, selling regular stuff on the side. And it's become like a black market of free trade kind of. And that's the only reason people are surviving. Well, so then I guess communism isn't the right way. <laughs> it oh, definitely isn't the right way. And China as well. Now, China claims to be communist, right? Mm, okay. But they have a select people or a select class that's way above everyone else. And they, the way they do economics is they have free trade. So they can sell whatever they want. So Alibaba, yeah, 
all these big Chinese companies, they have free trade. Now, as long as they're in line with the Communist Party, the Communist Party will let them make money as long as they pay taxes or whatever, yeah? As long as they don't criticize the government or whatever. Mm. Yeah? So that's how China's getting rich. But if, if they didn't allow... The Communist Party aren't stupid. They know that if they don't allow these companies to have free trade, they'll just be Cuba. Yeah. So even though they claim to be communist, in terms of the way they do business, they are capitalists. But then China is very successful at how, how they run their country, though. Would you not agree? Exactly. Well, I mean, they are doing, they have this free trade element, which is the reason they're getting rich. Yeah. You, because you know any I mean? anything that blows up in China generally will globally do well within two, three, four months. Like exactly, and they can make things now. The communist element of China is this is when it goes wrong. What is cheap you've labor. heard about cheap labor? You've heard what they're doing to Muslims yeah. in Western China. Mm. There's literally they can actually make a policy, the one-child policy. Like oh, no yeah. other country is getting away with doing that. So you, you can't have more than one kid. See, that's that's the weird thing about China is it's it's not underdeveloped. No, no, it's not underdeveloped at all. But the people you would you don't you wouldn't hmm, you don't um, think of China as first world in some aspects because they still have a lot of the the child labor and a lot of um, the exploitation still yeah. going on under. Again, um, so they've got, they've course. essentially got a glorified class system, haven't they? Mm. Where they have the people at the top, the people in the party, and then they've got all the Chinese kids in the sweatshops. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they've, they're essentially they're lying to themselves, saying they're communist. Yeah, I, I, yeah, true. So really, if you think about it, communism is not working. So then, mm, so then. So anyway. Some some so Marxism favors communism over capitalism, but what's the difference between No, so Marxism is basically saying that capitalist societies will eventually evolve to communist communism. Okay. Because it's not that's what this is what I'm trying to say. It's not really a political leaning, it's just this view that this is how what will happen in the future inevitably. Right. Tony Blair wasn't a Marxist, he was center left. You know, honestly, this might be controversial, but Tony Blair's actual policies in terms of what he did for the UK was yeah. actually pretty good. Okay. Where he screwed up is invading Iraq. His foreign oh, yeah. policy was absolutely shit. I mean, but yeah. If you look at the living standards during the Blair years, how much they, how the economy was growing, it was all actually very decent. But he just it's, it's his I don't get he just why why did you decide to I don't understand this guy and anyway just because of this guy invading Iraq everyone suddenly has a problem with the center ground because why did he do you know why he invaded Iraq oh Is I there, don't know what there must have been a reason right so, what's, what's actually in Iraq that like it's oh, not there's like a lot oil. of oil first Is it, it, it's there oil. is a lot of oil okay anyway so Saddam Hussein let's this is Back to Saddam Hussein. Okay, this is really interesting to me because I don't know a lot about. Have this. you never heard of this? Right, I, I know about Hussein. Saddam Hussein, but but like I've never been interested in history, so I never really looked these things up. So, the UK and the US said 
Saddam has weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Saddam goes, <laughs> Saddam, rather than saying, no, I don't, he doesn't say anything. He gives some bullshit answer because he doesn't want to look weak, basically. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's yeah. power play, isn't it? Yeah. So he, rather than just saying, no, I don't, he gives some bullshit answer. And oh, then right. suddenly Tony Blair's like, they've got weapons of mass destruction. US is like George Bush is like, they've got weapons of mass destruction. MI6 is saying, have got confirmed details they do. For the record, they don't. Oh. They have no proof whatsoever that Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. Th- w- now, M- WMDs were like really um, increasing around the population at this time, weren't they? Because I'm pretty sure Pakistan mm. had one. No, no, India and Pakistan have had nukes since the 70s. Yeah. Anyway, so the UN's like, mm. nah, we sh- you can't invade. Oh, I Don't think it was hydrogen bombs. The, the US tells the, the UN, sorry, tells US and UK, you're not allowed to invade Iraq until the rest of the UN's decided. <laughs> right? Okay. Again, they both just ignore what the UN said. And Tony Blair lies to, essentially lies to Parliament. Right. He lies to Parliament saying he's got confirmed details that Iraq has weapons of mass destruction. Oh, right. Okay. And then the US and the UK both convince, lie to their own people, essentially. Okay. And justify a war on right. Iraq. Now, mm. they, they take, well, obviously Saddam gets executed. They take over all of Iraq. Not a single weapon of mass destruction is found <laughs> anywhere. Saddam says when he's interviewed that. Well, obviously he was in hiding and he's like, a traitor told you where I was. If there was a weapons of mass destruction, surely a traitor would have told you that too. Mm. So essentially the whole war was a lie because the whole reason for invading was a lie. But Sa- Saddam was quite a evil person, wasn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, don't get me wrong. He was a bad piece of work. But the point is, he it's like, a, it's like Gaddafi in Libya. Mm these dictators were what keeping the country running yeah because libya as soon as gaddafi gone it's just anarchy iraq is still it's just got a government established but it's it's so the government is so weak this is why um isis managed to get so much land because the government was so weak that anyone who had anyone who had any essentially any militia who mm-hmm. were relatively strong could have e- could easily take over cities because the government was so weak. Okay. And this is how IS came about. ISIS came about. IS, Daesh, mm. or whatever people call it. Yeah. And then what did the US have to do? They ended up having to go back in and clean up the mess again. So they they invaded Iraq again. Well, they didn't invade Iraq. They supported the government with airstrikes so the Iraqi army could take over, push them back. All right, so more civilians killed. Yeah, and it, well, they had they you they kind of had to do that. If you at, the, at that point, I guess they had to do that. The same happened in Syria, and Syria again. Now Syria is an exception. Go so on. Libya, they take over the dictator, state of anarchy. Iraq, yeah. take over the dictator, state of anarchy. Yemen as well. Mm. It's happening in Yemen as well. Yemen's actually very underreported. Yeah, it is. Because I, I only found out about Yemen very recently. Right, Yemen's been going on for quite a while, but not many people know about it. Anyway, Syria, so again, there's a dictator. And they, so as with all the other cases, 
US, Britain, Saudi Arabia, support the rebels. Hopefully they can overtake the dictator. Yeah. Now, Russia didn't intervene in Libya, didn't intervene in Iraq, but Syrians, Bashar al-Assad, asked Russia for help and Russia like, fine, we'll help you. And now suddenly, rather than just facing a very underdeveloped nation that doesn't have much in terms of military power, it's Russia. They've got plenty of military power. Mm. And now the rebels, they don't have a chance, essentially. Mm. So now Syria is... Uh, and, th- and now that the, U- the US is still supporting the rebels, Russia supporting the government, it's a proxy war kind of thing. What do you mean? So a proxy war as in... It's actually the US and Russia fighting, but they're using Syria. rebels and government. Yeah. Okay. And another thing, this is what's in the whole Middle East, people insulting oh it's the US it's Europe it's Russia mm. Saudi Arabia and Iran now Saudi Arabia is mostly Sunni Iran's mostly Shia mm. yeah okay. they've been kicking off in the Middle East for ages so yeah. in Syria obviously you've got the Saudis the US and the UK on one side you've got Iran Russia and Syri- the Syrian government on the other side yeah you get it's, it's actually Saudi and Iran who are well, I'll call the Russians, well, I'll call the US kind of thing. Yeah. So it's actually Saudi and Iran. So Saudi want all the other states in the Middle East to be Sunni, right? Okay. And obviously, naturally, Iran don't want that. So in Syria, the current guy isn't actually even Muslim at all. Yeah. So what is he then? He's. I think it's some, it's not like a, it's not like a big thing. It's it's very secular. The Syrian government are actually very secular. Okay. And um, they wanted the rebels who were also secular, but then the rebels turned into jihadis, basically. Right. So there was a small rebel movement in 2010, 2011, but then the rebels grew and they just essentially became really extreme. Like ISIS got involved. Okay. And there's this thing called the Al-Nusra Front as well. So the rebels basically became extremists. So you know when Putin was saying, oh, the US is supporting extremists? Mm. He wasn't really wrong. <laughs> okay. Like, you, you, people might think, oh, this is, he's just spreading like He actually yeah. wasn't wrong. Because the US was making the rebels sound like, like, oh, these guys, they want democracy and shit. Yeah, they want justice. Most of them, most of them were just jihadis, essentially. So, so what started with rebels Actual, wanting to overthrow yeah. a, um, a dictatorship a, yeah ended turned into a, a yeah. brainwashed bunch of people no the, so the same more. people the initial rebels they either were in prison died or were refugees yeah but right. but 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 then the rest the of end, the rebels the oh, rest right, okay. of the rebels so obviously the re- rebellion gathers momentum right so yeah. the the new rebels who joined the cause kind of they were all essentially extremists so they didn't really care about the dictatorship side. They, they obviously the rep, the jihadis want the dictatorship gone too, because like like I said, it's a secular dictatorship. But then, but then, I'm I'm guessing their 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 motive was different because yeah, exactly. they wanted the power as opposed they to just wanted the wanting power. democracy. Exactly. Mm. Okay, that's really interesting. So, it's uh, this is when people say it's complicated. It is actually very complicated. Yeah. But as of now, 
because of Russian air power, the rebels have kind of finished. ISIS, ISIS is pretty much finished. They don't, they hardly control anything anymore. Yeah, you don't really hear about ISIS anymore, which right. is surprising. Uh, but no, because it was it. Was, they could have never. They could have never held that kind of country ever. I I just feel like the way the news kind of twisted it made ISIS seem like this big mighty, you know, the no, no, no. uh, entity that. that's gonna take over um, large parts of Iraq, and we're just gonna keep spreading. But I guess in the end, they just didn't have the manpower yeah. to do that because they can't. They couldn't trade with anyone else. Mm. The, you to be a country, you need recognition of other countries. Yeah. If all of them are saying no, you're not having that, then you you can't last. Yeah, yeah, true. Anyway, that's Syria, but now this is what this is what I mean about a never-ending war. So now Turkey was like in the middle. Turkey had its own. Um, so you know about the Kurds. I don't, I don't know if you've heard about the Kurds. No, go on. Right, so the Kurds were in northern Iraq. Okay. And this goes back. <laughs> I could. This is like such a deep topic. It will take me ages to break it down. Hey, you might as well. Yeah. Right, so going back to British colonialism, right? Okay. They had Syria, Iraq. All of that was shared between the British and the French. Okay. Israel, Palestine, all of Israel, Palestine, the West Bank, everything. Mm. That was all under British rule. After World War Two. Well, okay. After After World War Two, this was. Yeah, so after World War Two, bearing in mind Churchill and Britain have just fought a war saying to Germany, you shouldn't be invading other countries. Wait, so Israel was... Israel was only formed after World War Two, very recently. Really? Yeah, so uh, let me, anyway, okay, so all of on. that land was occupied by Britain. Wow. Yeah. I never realised that was that recent, like... Where when people talk oh, about mate, British colonialism, recent. I thought I, I I for some reason I always thought like um, when when America when was America discovered like maybe seven hundred years ago the the US was founded in seventeen seventy six so about four hundred years ago four yeah, five hundred years ago so I I always thought um, seventeen hundred yeah so four and four hundred years isn't it because I know slavery started four hundred years ago. Slavery's been going on for thousands. Well, uh, I, I, they say officially they say in America slavery started like four hundred I mean, years ago. The U.S. country, I, I guess. Hmm. U.S. as a country is only three hundred years old. But if you're saying it's seventeen hundred, seventeen seventy six, so okay. it's only three hundred years. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So then, really. Anyway. When did where, so when was the height of like the British Empire? It must have been in the twentieth uh, century. No, 1800s. no, it was eighteen hundreds. Eighteen hundreds. Right. So anyway, the empire. Okay. So they fought a war saying don't invade other countries. Yet they themselves have this huge empire. Yeah. It still. It was actually very. Huge oh no! World yeah, War. you're right because because World War Two was where the power shifted from Britain to America. Right. Yeah. Now the reason is uh, yeah. that. Britain got so much, had to borrow so much money from the US that it essentially couldn't sustain the empire anymore. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I don't know much about this, but America like really ripped off Britain, didn't it? So yeah, they, were, they were just saying like, we've got weapons, you need weapons. Yeah. And then they just yeah. used that to kind of, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, essentially that's what happened. But anyway, so they can't is they can't sustain it, and neither can they justify it because what was the grounds of them fighting the war? It mm. was to stop them, to stop oppression and all that. Yeah, they're doing the same thing on the side. Mm. Right, so they can't justify it, neither can they have the money to sustain it. So now suddenly everyone's getting independence. India, Pakistan. Well, it wasn't India, Pakistan initially, but... India yeah, was so it was, it was India first. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, everyone starts getting independence. Now, right after World War Two. Right after World War Two. Okay. Now, they rushed it. The, the whole world, the whole empire they had, they rushed it everywhere. So India, like, Pakistan... With, with with the independence, was it literally just them saying, "We can't, we can't justify calling someone else oppressed, so we're going to give you f- your freedom back," or was it more India kind it was of more, taking control? No, it was more we can't, we can't control. We don't have the money to run India anymore. So the, it's not like they didn't want to. It's just the fact that they didn't have the yeah power. They to didn't, anymore. and plus can. It, the obviously Gandhi's rebellion and protests and all that was making it harder. Right. Yeah. So it, they might say, "Oh, it was because they realized the error of their ways." At the end of the day, it's all about the money. Yeah. Anyway, so they rush it. They basically say, "Yeah, independence, just take whatever." Now they screw up the borders. That's why they're still beefing over Kashmir today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. that's directly because of them just rushing out and not def- and not like actually making it stable when the leave. That's crazy, you know. So when when I think about it, Pakistan was then part of the British Empire. Yeah, well yeah, wow. it was. Pakistan yeah. India Pakistan was all one. Yeah, it was all one. Wow. Yeah. And Bangladesh as well. Bangladesh and Sri Lanka. Really? Right. Yeah. Wow. So and they just pull out all of a sudden and don't give a shit what happens. <laughs> yeah. And then, and that's why they're still beefing over Kashmir all 70, 80 years later. Mm. Now, this the same thing happened in the Middle East where they're like, ah, we don't really know what's going on. We're just going to leave, have your independence. Okay. And now, you know all the Jews that Hitler had kept in concentration camps, etc. Yeah. They're like, well, they're like, oh, we need a place to be. We need like a homeland for Jews. Right. Britain are like, yeah, we've got this bit of land that we don't want anymore. Go okay. have it. And then you get the state of Israel. Wait, so that's how Israel formed? That's how Israel formed. Britain just said, well, give it to the Jews. They can have it. So so what was Israel called beforehand then? Was it, it was all It was all basically part, part of, of the British else. Empire. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called, but it was... It was ruled by the Brits, basically. It was ruled by the Brits, but then I, I guess it was um, a different let me, country. Let me, let me look what it was called. It, it might have been called British Palestine or something. Oh, it was officially called Palestine. Yeah, there you go. It was yeah, between 1922 and 1948. There you go. Yeah. So, that, so that must be what sparked. Yeah, so it was Palestine. Yeah. And then, obviously, Britain technically rule the land and they just said yeah Palestinians just shift over <laughs> stick Israel there okay and then they and then they just fuck off they just leave they're like well not a problem anymore <laughs> oh wow do you get what I mean this and then and then this goes back to the Kurds so now the Kurds were their own group of people 
in Libya. Rather than give the yeah no okay. no in northern Syria okay. east of Turkey, rather okay. than give Kurds their own place, they just split the Kurd Kurdish tribes. Part of it goes to Syria. Part of it goes to what's north of Syria, Turkey, I think. Okay. Part of it goes to Turkey, and this is where the beef starts with Turkey because Turkey don't want the Kurds in Turkey. The Kurds mm. don't get very treated very well in Syria either. Okay. So now you've got this group of people who have been split up into two countries where no one likes them. <laughs> right. Do you but, get what I mean? Yeah. Now yeah. the Kurds. You you must have heard about the Kurds in the news about the U.S. backed Kurdish forces. Yeah. Yeah. So now these Kurds who didn't have a country before suddenly occupy all of northern Syria. Mm. Now they've got their own place and it's backed by the U.S. So they can probably keep it. Okay. Yeah. Now Turkey doesn't want that because now that northern Syria is bordering Turkey, and Turk Turkey does not like the Kurds. Basically, okay. imagine, imagine it was just. Yeah, they don't like Kurdish people, basically. Right. So now Turkey is invading this land that the Kurds took from Syria. Well, took back from ISIS. Yeah. That was formerly Syria. Mm. And now Turkey and US are in NATO. They're both allies, technically. Okay. So US can't fight them, but they're still invading Kurdish forces that are backed by Turkey. Right. Yeah? Hmm. And this goes back to the Britain saying, "Yep, yeah, this, this, we're gone." Yeah. So, so in conclusion, Britain fucked up most of the world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and any think about any conflict, any conflict over borders right now, I mm. guarantee it will go back to some colonial power just saying, "Oh, we can't do this anymore. We're leaving." Because uh, Britain held like seventy percent of the world, didn't they? No, it was a third of the known world. Was it? It's not 70%. It was a third of the known world. A lot of it goes back to colonial powers just, like, suddenly leaving. So colonials actually, people, a lot of people don't talk about this, but colonialism actually, all the conflicts you think in the world right now mm. will, at some point, because of colonialism, happened. 23% of the world population at the time. Yeah, there you go. It was, was ruled over by Britain. Mm. That's so bad. And then, obviously, the US, they, they're the big superpower now. Mm. And Britain's forgotten about, but the lasting impact, if you deep it and discuss it at length like we've just done, mm. you can see it's still going back to that. Yeah. Everything really started from Britain, really. Yeah, that's, again, dumbing it down, but basically, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And then, and then with um, Churchill, what oh, what yeah. the news that's been sparking over him being, um, how, very how yeah, very racist. <laughs> to put it bluntly, he basically was. He basically was. I've told you about the famine that he. So yeah, so, there so was a lot. Explain that. The Bengal famine. Yeah. So there was food going there, and it was all redirected to Greece. Um, to British troops who already had enough food. Okay. So all the food that was supposed to go there was redirected elsewhere. And he just said, well, their fault for breeding too much. Seriously? Yeah. Bloody hell. 
So three was it two million? I've heard some people say three million, but I thought it was two million, just starved to death. Wow. And that's all engineered. That's not by an actual famine. It's all because the food that was supposed to go there got sent somewhere else. Mm. And so he said, he said a lot of stuff. He didn't like India very much. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I hear. I hear. I saw that quote. I was like, "What the fuck?" Because like they don't teach you that at all in school. They no. tell you that oh, um all of this that I know right now, I've read up on. That I'm telling you, I read yeah. up on this myself and watched YouTube videos on it. But obviously, not everyone's gonna take the time out to do no, exactly. Like, yeah, no, I, I literally never knew this. I I never knew that Churchill was a bad person until this week. Like, and not a lot of people know about the the impact of colonial. Like people say, yeah. oh the impact of colonialism but they can't say exactly what it was no because i think i think the the way that um schools paint the picture of british um the british empire is that or at least the, the way i remember it was that um britain held all the land and they kindly gave it away to everyone else and everyone got independent. yeah they, ki- they, they kindly gave it away <laughs> yeah li- nah, it was literally. all about the money mm. it's all about the money even even if it, i think it was slavery like yeah. oh did the government suddenly just grow this moral compass and say, oh, slavery's wrong? No, it was, again, to do with money. It became mm. unsustainable to have all these slaves. And I can't remember. Uh, I think I'll need to watch this video again, but I w- did watch a video on it. Yeah. I'll, if I find it, I'll send it you, and maybe we can right. discuss it next time. But it was to do with it being unsustainable, and then they'll because justify even, it. As- even slavery, like... Um, I only know about America mainly, but the um, act to end slavery wasn't it in the sixties that they um, yeah. made like the amendments civil rights movement yeah. yeah. So yeah. when when you really think about it, it's not been long at all. Like your so, yeah. our parents will have lived through that. Yeah. So think about black parents in in mm. America and and even in the UK and in. Um, any, mainly anywhere in Europe as well yeah so people think history was a long time ago but it's really, not if yeah. slavery was outlawed in the UK in the 1830s mm. and in the US 1880s okay. now when they say oh you're not slaves anymore it doesn't mean people don't look down on them straight away just because the government told them not to yeah and then that's how you get oh blacks here whites here and that that little that kind of period of where they're still trying to divide society only ends with the civil rights movement and even then this, the bias in people's subconscious still lives on even right now yeah and and that's um, that kind of divide where they have like black people here and then white people here and then the areas that black people are occupied in generally are never developed areas and then that's that's how you create further divide in in um in in the way that people are employed and the way that people go through schools and you know your school gets less funding because you're in an area that's um less developed because primarily because of who lives there do you know what i mean so so that that's the yeah. kind of systemic racism that's just been um you know these neighborhoods where you get now other. you know when you say how oh how did all this neighborhood get full of black people yeah. how is this neighborhood full of white people right so this goes back to when slavery was ended 
Now, there were not even when slavery was still around. Obviously, some some slaves got freed for whatever reason. Yeah. Now, these freed slaves they can't live in the same streets as white people. Mm. So they go find like any trashy land that's un, not been built on. Yeah. And they start developing their own communities there. Mm. Yeah. And then slavery ends. Obviously, again, you can't have the white people aren't going to have black people living near them. Yeah, because so they there's all still segregation these, as well, wasn't yeah. there? So they all flock to these communities that are just black people. Yeah. And then obviously the civil rights movements happens and all that, but that's how you still have white people living in one place, black people living in another place. Hmm. And you know when people say, "Oh, slavery doesn't exist anymore," we've yeah. outlawed it. Well, the lasting impact of slavery is still here. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, <laughs> uh, like I saw something today where it was like. The the median well I saw this on Twitter the median wealth for a white family is a hundred and thirty four thousand dollars, and the median wealth for a black family is eleven thousand dollars, and and where when when they talk about median wealth is talking about like not not your income but like everything you've kind of just saved up all your assets things like that the median wealth the gap between white and black is a hundred and uh, twenty three thousand dollars no that's crazy don't you think yeah yeah i'm not surprised but that's why it's a lot has to be done to out to sort the differences out so like okay so let's take it back a bit so with the um george floyd incident may he Mm. rest in peace yeah a lot of people the the thing with America and and the UK and I, I like for me I genuinely think that um in terms of the UK itself people talk about it not being as bad but in terms mm. of like people being vocally racist it's just as bad do you, would you not yeah. agree it's but just, again it's not it's not like it's not it's not most you part, don't hear it's the not genuine hate do you know what I mean so you know when I said this casual racism mm. they don't genuinely hate you for the fact you're Asian it's just they're just being ra- making racist jokes at your expense no but I feel like do you know what it is as well it's just it's, um, it's education people just aren't educated and and, and the way that um, the media portrays people is so the majority of the U- people in the UK are so heavily influenced by um that's like so- media print and yeah bbc and and you know a lot of a lot of subtle biases where you very you wouldn't really pick it up unless you were really looking mm-hmm. like for example yeah. using using a hijabi woman um and and coupling it up with a negative um headline that doesn't yeah. really have this the, the, you don't need that context but you just add it and that's just very subtle yeah. racism and it's just things like this where the it, Daily it, Mail does that a lot. A lot of them do it. It's it's like it influences, um, and and it's crazy because like um, I'm pretty sure eight of the ten most influential newspapers in the UK are owned by the same person. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. Uh, this so is the like, thing. You know, you know the Sun. Yeah. There's just the Sun newspaper. Every single party that that has backed since the 1990s has won the election. Ah, oh, you told me that. So 
when Labour won it, again, it goes back to, I told you, he wasn't really left-wing. Yeah. He, he agreed a lot with what David Cameron had to say. Like David Cameron, Tony Blair, kind of the same. So Rupert Murdoch, her son was backing Labour at the time. Yeah. Now, 2010, Gordon Brown was the Prime Minister. Uh, and they just get thrashed in the election because Rupert Murdoch didn't like where Gordon Brown was taking the party. But that's the thing, and it? it's, it's not necessarily the son, it's the fact that the son is owned by Rupert Murdoch and Rupert yeah. Murdoch owns eight of the ten most yeah. influential newspapers in UK that, for some reason, people still read. It's because, we're, again, we live in cities and we're out of touch with... Uh, everyone who lives in rural areas that's the thing and that's why like even with like everything that's going on now and you see you know you see all the unity on instagram you see people sharing and posting it's all an echo chamber yeah it's just we're all in this social bubble where we know people like for example you know you know that um um i've seen a lot of people who um are friends of mine who've posted things like um if you're racist unfollow me um, yeah. For me, it's like you can't. There's no point doing that because you're just putting yourself in an environment where you're not actually educating anyone on it. You're just. I just. I just, I just think like I'm just under the impression that the people who view my story agree with me. Mm. I don't think there's anyone there that is racist. Obviously, you'll never know, but yeah. I just feel like we're just in this bubble where people who we connect with generally have this very similar values to us like i don't have friends that are racist obviously or at least you 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 wouldn't expect like why would you be friends with me then like like, that then how would that work i don't understand why would you follow me the thing is you don't know you you don't know the biases your friends have that's true as well and that and that is why it is important to raise awareness because i think as well a lot of people like including myself like we we do fuel certain stereotypes and we we might not even realize it a lot of the time as well all right so here's a question do you have any stereotypes about white people yeah exactly like i I, I don't know if i could name them but I probably, I probably like, even like just in the back of your head, like, and the thing with stereotypes that like you can't, you can't blame someone for having stereotypes, mm. but but it's important to recognize what stereotypes you have and address that and try to unlearn that because it's it's those stereotypes we have of people that eventually. And you know how we say you should you pass should on treat, to the next gen. You should treat everyone the same, no matter what their skin color is, mm. right? So imagine you'd never met me before. Yeah. And say, well, let's imagine another white person. You could have had the same interaction with both of us, but you would, the conversation would go different ways. How you thought of the person when you first saw them would be very different. Yeah. That's just down to skin color. It is just definitely going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And and look, I, I don't think that you can eradicate racism because because mm, it started from somewhere didn't it yeah you know people say I you mean, can you can you can unlearn a large majority of it and 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 you know you can you can learn to treat people with respect uh, but i don't think i think there's always going to be some people who have certain ways of thinking about other people and and will fuel certain stereotypes and i think that that escalates very quickly into the deeper rooted issues um, in our society 
when when it comes to racism because I, I like I, I don't think you can get rid of that mentality I honestly don't I wish you could but I, I just don't but I think you can get rid of a lot of the injustices that are uh, continuing because of certain laws and certain ways that people are just allowed to get away with it like for example I'm not like I've not let you speak but for example football <laughs> nah, don't worry football yeah. If you if you do racist chants, you still don't get you don't get banned for life. Oh, you oh still, no, they're so messed up. It's, it's been know, years. Have people have been saying this. No, no. Do you know how messed up it is? So the fines for racist chants, for racist behaviour, is le- way less than. So this, I went to I think it was a tour of the Etihad, right? Yeah. The guy was saying that w- when City, that I think it was Guardiola had a talk too long I think they, oh no I think Pellegrini's time okay they came out from half time five minutes late right mm. they got fined more about three or four times more than I think it was Pellegrini the, got fined Italian, no yeah so Man City got fined more for coming out late than other clubs did by UEFA for racist chance wait what do you mean so there was, I think it was on Balotelli. This was like Pellegrini's time. Was it Balotelli? It was Balotelli where City went to a club in uh, one of the Eastern European places. So what, to like Champions League? It might have been Europa League. Okay. Or Champions League or Europe. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. But it was one of the clubs where there was racist chanting towards Balotelli. Mm. Right? Now the money that that club got fined was less... Than the, than the money City got fined for coming out five minutes late from half time. Oh, so they okay. I didn't know that. So that just puts in perspective how messed up the laws are in football. Well, how can you possibly find people less for racist chanting than coming five minutes late from half time? Wait, so they got fined just for coming out five minutes late yeah, due to the context to- of why they came out five minutes late. No, no. They came out five minutes late because he was giving a team talk too long. And the reason oh, they get right. fined for coming out late is because of TV TV rights. Because Sky have a fixed amount of time that they're going to be on air for this long. Yeah. If you're coming out late, you're going to run over. But but them coming out late was a separate issue to like Balotelli being yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, it was it was a separate issue altogether. But the point is, but the point why is, are they getting fined? Like, yeah, that's just wrong. It is wrong. But Again. I think I think like with UEFA, I feel like there's just a lot of um, injustices within UEFA because they're they're heavily corrupt, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I, I, allegedly. UEFA and FIFA. <laughs> the thing about UEFA and FIFA is they're like international companies that have no oversight. Yeah. If you think, you know, because you know they need OPEC. they need like an Ofsted, don't they? You know what OPEC is, right? No. Right, so OPEC is all the biggest oil countries in the world, right? Okay. Now, they all have a meeting. They all meet every now and then. And they essentially say, we're going to produce this much. Let's fix the price of oil at this. Hmm. Right? Now, imagine trying to do that. Like, imagine Starbucks and Costa Coffee going, right, let's both (laughs) not compete with each other and sell coffee at a fixed price and no one has a choice, but they have to buy it. Yeah. That's illegal, right? It's illegal. Is it? Yeah, they're not. You're not allowed to collude with another company to fix a price. The reason is, who's gonna what? 
what company or what organization is going to tell Saudi Arabia and Russia saying collusion's wrong? You can't do it. But then, how does that relate to football? I'm just I'm just talking generally about All right, collusion. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. and then that goes back to FIFA and uh, UEFA. How their companies like OPEC, where no gov- no government's actually responsible yeah. for it. But you can't say US is responsible for looking after FIFA and UEFA yeah. or the UK or no one mm. country has like the has the authority to say you're going to jail mm. do you know what I mean because it's an international company there's no oversight yeah no I no. yeah I get that so it's like OPEC like these colluding so it's bound to be corrupt because there's no one looking there's no one looking at them there's no one holding them accountable so yeah so it's kind of kind of like boxing as well in yeah in that sense yeah um, more sporting sports actually very corrupt actually yeah that's true like i remember sport um, itself is very corrupt sprinting was under heavy criticism back in back when usain bolt was like maybe maybe just before usain bolt came yeah. sprinting was one of those where there was so much um drug abuse yeah, that it just tainted yeah. the whole. Split. I don't know if you remember, but it just tainted the whole image that sprinting had. And I don't think um, there was anyone that really um, took control of of that whole situation. But like, like just going back to um, the the injustices. So like, if you're racist at a stadium, you don't get lifetime bans. Like I've never seen that, and I don't understand I think why. You do because get lifetime bans. I, I, I know Chelsea did give lifetime bans out, but again, I follow Chelsea news. I don't follow the other news. I don't. So do they- I don't think there's a rule that says that you have to give um, fans a lifetime ban if they're caught being racist. Oh no, no, there's no rule like that. No, but that, that that's that's the exact thing. Like when when, when we talk about fueling racism, like like you like you can't get rid of a racist mentality deep down. You yeah. can't get rid of that deep rooted. Racism. Don't you think though, that football chants in general are very toxic? Yeah. Have you um, have you seen um Toby's live stream on Twitch? Oh no, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I, it was, I don't know what happened. Oh, it was so sad, man. But then he was like, "I'll I'll watch it if you could." It was like really sad. But he was talking about um. So he went to I think it was United Juventus. Yeah. And I remember watching this on his channel and he never addressed it. Which right. shows the kind of character he is. Like he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't even talk but like he was getting um a lot of racist Italian was it Italian fans? Yeah, because it's Juventus, isn't it? Juventus. Like a lot of it. But yeah. even like a lot of UK fans as well, like we can't we can't excuse them because they're just as bad. Yeah. But he was getting like yeah, monkey are. monkey chants and, and he was talking about his um brother, I think, going to Napoli. Was it Napoli? Oh, I, think. I can't imagine that. And, yeah, work. and then someone in Napoli gave them a warning like um watch out watch your backs it's really racist in these ends and it's just like a game of football and you're getting is is so fueled by by racism just like the 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 whole fan atmosphere i mean most how many like times have you heard of some italian club being racist italy's really bad like italy as a country is one of the (laughs) most italy and france I don't think Fra- uh, France. Mm, no, France is really bad. Like France. Is France really is the only bad. place Bro, where hijabs are banned. Exactly, France. That I literally saw a do video. You know, um, do you want to know how messed up that is, right? So French people claim to be this 
equal rights, these feminists, like, they're literally stopping women from wearing what they want. France, France is a horrible country. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we can't. We can't just say all places are horrible. Especially for like, um, just Muslims. They just they just hate Muslims. Everywhere's horrible if you're a Muslim. Yeah, I guess. But but (laughs) even Saudi Arabia, even Saudi Arabia is horrible if you're a Muslim. (laughs) But banning a hijab just because because what? And the thing is, like France is very. um, So there's four. There's four. Big fashion weeks. It's London. Oh, I've heard you. I don't know much about the fashion industry, but no, I know no, no. you do. Yeah, so it's London, France, Milan, and oh shit, what is it? Is it New? It's New York, isn't it? So, Fran, Fran, London's very like um, experimental. People like London because it's generally quite experimental and it's different. New York isn't really up there. It's kind of corporal. It's it's the the big. But the big two are France and Italy because that's where you've got like um, Gucci, Prada. You've got Off White. You've got um, who else do you have? Mm. You you know you've got all the Ralph Ra- Ra- no Ralph Ra- I American. don't know. <laughs> you got all these big ones, so it's very fashion forward if you like. Yeah, they banned the hijab. Now fast forward a bit, and Nike, even though Nike's American, yeah. Nike made the sports hijab. Yeah, that's a that's a fashion trend. Yeah, it's a, it's been turned into a fashion trend. Right. Uh, I hmm, I don't really know what my point here was <laughs> when it came because it's. Mm, I mean, that's fair enough. I just I right? just think I just think. Mm, no, I don't know. I was just ranting. <laughs> France is really bad. It it actually makes me sick, but. <sighs> But, but then again you can't it's like that everywhere like you say you're a Muslim right it's shit in Saudi Arabia if you think about it where you expect it not to be shit if you're a Muslim yeah Saudi Arabia comes to mind yeah mm. oh if you live there it's absolutely shit Sa- Saudis it's, it's Saudis just power dominating now isn't it that's the thing no it's, like, it's they, just, the they just like I don't know. Because, Saudi you know, Saudi is very like um, kind of up their own asses a bit. Yeah, no, it's like that everywhere in the Middle East. Mm. But it goes down to you know like where all this there's one point six billion whatever Muslims in the world. Yeah, yeah. And we all say that no matter where you go, you always face some sort of um, discrimination. Mm. But you get that even in like you have to look at Muslims themselves as well. Because even in, in places where Muslims are dominant religion, it's There's, still like so, oh yeah, oh yeah, so like, much like beef between each other and stuff. Yeah, even when you like, um, we're talking about like Sunni versus Shia, exactly. and, and and just the amount of um, just hostility, exactly that 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 kind of divide causes. It. Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, so. Uh, you can't just you can't only just point the fingers at white people so to speak yeah no but but i think yeah i think you're right i think um you do have to look at um yourselves and you do have to look at um you know just relating this back to you know muslims and relating it back to um black lives you have to look at the stereotypes we have internally yeah because even when you think about um South Asians a lot of South Asians oh are racist. God, so racist a lot exactly. of South Asians are racist 
Like, Alright, let, let me ask you this Can you be racist to white people? Do you think you can be? So this is I never knew this But Twitter's educated me <laughs> The reason you can't be racist Towards a white person Is because of It's, it's a technicality isn't it? It's the, the fact that racism As a as a um, term Is directed towards a minority And so the majority can't be um, But white people aren't if, you, if a white person went to Bloody South Africa Or South Africa is a bad example. Let's not talk about South Africa. Why? White person went to. Uh, I'll get to that later. For white okay. person went to India, and some guy shouts Gory or something at them. Yeah. How's that the not thing, being? Reached? Look, it's a technicality in it. People people use the the fact that it's a technicality and say. If you're well, just gonna, but I but people, I do agree. I do agree that that behaviour is still unacceptable and you can't you like it's both ways in it you can't say something to a black person you can't say something to a white person really exactly like you can't the issue is the the fact that slavery happened the fact that so many black people have been through so oh, much oh, shit and I think I think oh, that's so why it's going it's, down to there was no white slaves essentially yeah mm, okay I get that I get that so it's like it's like and and I think the majority of people agree that you shouldn't say certain things to certain people regardless of if they're black or if they're white. Yeah, exactly. It's just the fact that it's just the mentality, and it, and it's the fact that laws in America and in UK favor white people so much. Like like you like you talk, you you touch on um. America and, and and what's been happening there recently and you and you think about um just the the policing and just the 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 lack of sort of control like, like who's actually in charge there do you know what I mean that they, they they can just get away with um so much like did you see the um yeah yeah I saw I think the, have you heard about the like the police unions in America no Right, so this the reason why a lot of them are getting away with it is because prosecutors and police generally have to work together to put a criminal in prison, right? Okay. Now, if the police have done something wrong, the prosecutors have to go against the guy they usually work with. Yeah. And now police unions are like, oh, well, we're not having this because the police unions in America are very strong. Okay. So even if they know one of their own is wrong, they will always back them. Yeah. And this is how a lot of police get away with brutality, unless obviously you get a viral video, in which case they have no choice. Because yeah, because I used to think like, because I'm guessing it's quite a bit more complicated than than the UK in terms of how their police is. Like for example, I used to think Obama was the first um, African American president. Why didn't he do anything about it? Yeah, but I don't think he actually gets as much control as people. Oh, especially no, no, no. people Congress. around here would think like because yeah. because it goes down to um yeah so he has to go through congress but other than that it goes down to state laws and 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 yeah. mayors and and things like that where you know each state is different and their laws are slightly different which i, I just find slightly baffling but because it's like if you've got a state which is predominantly um rednecks who are just yeah. very racist then you're if you gonna want, have like, a, a big issue. Idea of what the US is. Hmm. So the US is what the EU is trying to be. 
So imagine you have a group of countries who are all run by centralized government. Yeah. So that's what the EU is trying to be. Mm. So you know how like the well, okay, we're getting off topic, but you know how the Brexit guys were like, oh, we want sovereignty of our own nation, essentially. Yeah. It's, it's actually a valid point. Like, don't, people will argue with me here, but even I, I didn't believe that Brexit should have happened, but it's a valid point because the EU were having a say in what the laws here are. Yeah. Now, that's what the EU is trying to be. They're trying to be this third central power like there's us on in on one side russia on the other side and the eu was trying to be this third power in the world if you know what i mean yeah so they're trying to become the united states of europe essentially where you've got a group of countries who can make their own laws but ultimately answer to the central government Mm. which is in brussels now the us is a much more advanced version of that where the central government has a lot of power, but the states do have some st- some say in how their own countries, their own state is run. Yeah. So that's what, that's how you can get different states with different laws. Yeah. Mm. See the the thing with like Brexit, and and you say that you kind of agree with some part of it, but yeah. I think the majority of the people in the UK voted for Brexit because of immigration yeah they didn't want polish people yeah immigration which when you really think about it is a very racist mentality oh yeah imagine imagine. which which a lot of people like people say yeah but it goes it goes right back to racism the fact that that this country voted for brexit shows how much um racism is still and it's not even racism against brown people oh it is as well it's, it's against anyone How? who's not white, really, let's be honest. It's no, not just Polish no, people. It's Well, it's mean you can't block off Indians and Pakistanis by leaving the EU because in, in, but, but, you know but, while but, Britain but, was in the EU, yeah. it was harder for people outside the EU to immigrate to the UK. Mm. You know uh, Pretty Patel? The, the conservative yeah, the woman, conservative. yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of Indians, she got a lot of rich Indians and rich Pakistanis, Bengalis, whatever, sub-South South Asians. She got a huge movement of South Asians to vote for Brexit. Now, the reason she managed to do that was basically the promise was, right now, European immigrants will get priority over Indian immigrants while the UK is in the EU. Yeah? Because the UK, again, it goes back to the bound by EU laws and someone from Poland, from France, will get priority. Is, that, is allowed, yeah, yeah. Over, they basically get the same someone rights. Someone in yeah. South. Now, yeah. she was basically saying to all the Indians and Pakistanis around, if we vote for EU, that you are, you're on equal footing with them. They don't have priority over you anymore. And this message got around. Well, obviously, this was the underlying message, but that's how you got a lot of people in, say, Bolton, I'm sure Rochdale as well. Rochdale. No, Rochdale, Rochdale um, voted for Labour. No, not Labour. I mean, leave. But, but... Voted leave. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because mm. Bolton voted leave. I don't think leave. so. Bolton voted I don't leave. Think did. And it's... Well, a lot of the people here are Asian, but still voted leave. Check, but I'm pretty sure they'll have voted leave. Yeah. Voted leave, didn't they? 
they voted leave. Exactly. See, this is what I mean. So sixty percent. So this this idea of well, obviously Boris was going to lie and say, oh yeah, it's all immigrants. But no, if you break it down and actually think about it, it's this the immigrants that are in yeah, it's Europe, the EU maybe. that yeah. they didn't want. But obviously, um, Boris wasn't that asked about immigration. He just said these immigration lines because he knew that would get him the votes because he's like preying on. No, but it wasn't. It's preying on prejudice. He knows the prejudice. It wasn't Boris, though. It was um. Nigel Farage as well. Yeah. It, yeah, no, it was mainly Farage. Yeah, it was mainly Farage, actually. Yeah, right. But then, Boris... What even happened well. to him? Oh, he's just... I don't know. I don't know what's happened to him. Well, no. he, he left UKIP because I think... Oh, yeah, because he didn't he didn't get the... Yeah. I think... Because he expected UKIP to win, didn't he? No, and then they didn't win, and then he kind of... Farage has just been on, like, this one-man mission since the middle of the 90s for, U, for the UK to leave the EU. Yeah. And he stopped at nothing till he got there. And then once he did it, he's well, he knew UKIP was a pretty shit party. He knew it. Himself. Do you remember? And do you there. remember um, in Endgame when Thanos is just sitting on that planet alone, yeah. just drinking? <laughs> that's is, basically that's, that's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what he's doing. Like, oh, I've done all <laughs> the chaos. Now I can just sit here. <laughs> Just sitting there with his like mug hey, that has like the Union Jack on it yeah. and whatever. Drinking, Drink, no. he's in a pub drinking beer. That's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why a lot of Asians voted Brexit, and not many people mm. know this. I didn't know that. I knew of one Asian who I'm not going to mention who voted for Brexit. Not a lot of a lot of Asians. But I voted for Tory as well, so maybe that had something to do with it. But, I don't know. but again, this goes back to how many Indians and Pakistanis you know in the Tory party, in the Labour party. Yeah. None. Mm. You can't name one, can you? But then, at the same time, would you not argue that it's just because they want to progress their own career and they realize? Oh yeah, obviously. But the, the, the point is, the Tory party is giving the opportunity that if you want to progress, if you do. If you have like the mentality same as us, where basically fuck the poor people, it doesn't yeah. matter if you're brown, you can still get up in this party. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So, whereas in the labor, so party, they're not they're they're not they're not elite. They're not racist. They're just elitist. Oh, this goes down exactly. This goes down to you know. I, were you reading Leeds Fest recently? Where it's like, oh, I've I've not I've not been on. Okay, but anyway, so there's been this whole argument about. Um, that there's poor white people too. Yeah. Okay. That it's not just people of colour who are like oppressed and stuff. And this goes down to the class system. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So there's like the upper class, middle class, lower class. Now there's plenty of yeah. plenty of white people in the lower class. Yeah. And they have it hard too. Obviously they don't have to face racism or like being called a terrorist and all that kind of thing. But they still mm. have it hard and it goes yeah. down to being there's the upper class being elitist and they're elitist even to other white people uh, I, yeah Mo- money corrupts people in exactly. it that's, 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 the, that's, that's the whole point and uh, you know when people say the UK isn't as racist it's not as racist in the sense that it's very classist and said there's a upper class and they look down on the lower class 
Yeah, so it's just more elitist yeah. than it's still it's still very racist. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong, it's still very racist. Unfortunately, though, a lot of most of the people in the low caste are people of color, so it, it just gets fueled as racism as well. Yeah, but it's a, it's a complicated thing, and it is it is complicated. And no one will talk about it like this because it's not you can't a newspaper can't write such a long article on this they need to sell they need to make headlines if you know what I mean yeah no yeah but the, the, hmm. I see I don't agree with that because I feel like newspapers could write this and people would be interested but newspapers deliberately don't do it because it doesn't fit the narrative yeah do you know but what they I mean? have that narrative because they need to sell no but I feel like for example um you can you can sell this idea why couldn't you for example um you won't know but there's a singer okay, that they I follow. Can. all right yeah maybe i'm wrong maybe they can but they won't because they're not they don't, they don't want to risk it they know what their readers want see i hmm. But then, surely that that shows how racist the UK is. Yeah. Okay. So imagine someone in. Um, have you heard of Saint Helens or like Lee or like something? Saint Helens. It's, is all right. So there. these, <laughs> this is northwest where they're like little town. I think I have. Oh, yeah. I think I do have. you remember that? Uh, do you remember that show we watched about yeah, the ex- school exchange in Birmingham? Educating Yorkshire. Or something. Edu- no, educating Birmingham or something. Where it's like these little white town I've not I, I never watched it I think I watched one of them I showed it you but anyway I I watched it. imagine people in that kind of place the kind of content they want to see they don't want to sit down and talk about it for like an hour like we have at length they just want something yeah, because, that fits what they want to see because this is a difficult conversation exactly. to listen to read and have yeah and, and you have to have some you have to have some patience to sit through this whole podcast and talk like digest everything that we've said and but then at the same time right the the news will talk about they'll happily talk about um if something's going if if there's like a terrorist attack or if there's a war or it still grabs headlines so this is what i mean there's grant hmm, yeah but but at the same time that's 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 equally as negative to digest like you don't want to listen to this do you know what i mean oh no yeah in that sense and and it and like for us we don't want to listen we don't want to listen to something that's um attacking us as people but to them they don't want to listen to something that's inciting fear in them so there's no i don't mean no it real... in the sense that i mean it. you have to have like some a degree of like understanding and this like how can I put it you need to be patient it's not just something you can read and digest you need to be able to form your own points of what you think and try get to the roots of what the whole issue is whereas like a terrorist attack is an easy headline you can discuss it at length but it's still an easy headline yeah do you know what I mean but then you have to you have to remember why is it an easy headline because yeah because it just it's easy to form the same narratives yeah, that exactly. they've been forming for the past few years, but then you could they could equally go a completely different route and actually, you know, give fair 
journalism and people i still believe people would read that people wouldn't i i feel like you're kind of making people more fickle than they are all right <laughs> i don't think people are that stupid that they'll just but i, 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 do I think, think that, i told you this. i used to touch this all the time i just think the world's stupid i i agree but then i i think i'm stupid as well so i'm you know yeah i think i i, th- I think I think we're all uneducated. Call me arrogant, but remember when I say I'm always right, and I know I'm always right. No, but you're not always right. Uh, you know I'm always right. Remember? No, what you, was but, it? no, but you're not always right. Do you remember that? What there's, was there's a lot of times where you've said you're right, and I've called you out for it, and I've been right. Nope. Yeah. I don't remember. I just remember the protein bags, <laughs> where you lot were bickering for like. 20 minutes saying I was wrong. No, 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 and no, I no, stood no, no, up. No, no. <laughs> I stood no, up. No, no. Reached into the protein bag and pulled out the little <laughs> spatula that I said would be there. Okay, so our flatmate didn't think there would be a um, a scoop in the protein powder yeah. that um, he recently ordered. I said to him, "There will be. There always is." Check. Well, he didn't. He say didn't that. check. Bro, I did. I did. I said it. He didn't check. He he like tapped the bag. Yeah. He didn't reach in because he didn't want to touch the powder. So then he was like, like, no, 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 it's not here. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And then you you resolved the issue. And then, no, but then I think as well, like, did he find it or did you find it? I said, watch, I will stand up, come there and he'll be in there. And he said, no, I swear it's not in there. And then he says, oh, I looked on Google. They said some of them don't have it. I stood up, literally st- squeezed the bag a bit. So the powder came, like flew up. I saw it, pulled it out and like, what the fuck was I saying? No, but then and so yeah, so the we, reason, we were both right. Sure, you were agreeing with it. <laughs> no, but we were. No, 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 no. Do you know what happened? I was initially right. I came to his social pressures, <laughs> <laughs> and I conformed to what he said because of Google. And then I, I, I backed down and I became a sheep. However, in in the spare of the moment, I was right. <laughs> you lied so much. And then it was no, but you got argue. I remember argue, I was playing given... Assassin's Creed on the PS4. I was like, "Don't make me get up," because I know I'm right. <laughs> Thanks for the added context. Yeah, that's what pissed me off. He made me get up. Either, either way, I was right first. We can all agree on that. Yeah. Okay. So I am right. Yeah. No, but the point is, I'm always right. <laughs> we're we're not having this argument because you're wrong. <laughs> I don't care what other people say. I know that I'm always right, and I've proved it. See, your statement there is wrong. <laughs> what that I don't know? I'm always right. So you don't know you're no, always right. So you're trying to say. So I'm so the- you're saying no no no. What did you just say there? Let me quote unquote. You don't know you're always right. No, I said, so are you? So therefore, know you know right. that you are sometimes wrong. Okay, I'm glad you clarified that. Oh, we're getting way off topic here. We are. We did. I don't know what we were talking about. We were actually in talking about. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. We need a third Something person. About, oh shit! Something about Britain. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if it comes back to us, we'll carry on talking about it. What else did you want to? Oh yeah, it was just it was just yeah, just media bias and yeah. and the whole narrative, but um. Yeah, I mean, it all boils down to the fact that Rupert Murdoch fucking owns 8 out of the 10, like I said earlier. What are we going to call he, this podcast? Because we've talked about quite a few we can, we can... We can... Yeah, it's mainly been British colonialism, yeah. hasn't it? I could go on. Oh, yeah, I wanted I wanted to ask you... I wanted to ask you... Mm. And I, uh, this is why I mentioned America, was that 
um, in 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 regards to like the George Floyd incident, mm. um, do you think there's anything that they could do to make their policing system better? Of of course there is, but like what what would your suggestions be in, on on that sense? Okay, so and even uh, even the UK as well, you can. Now it's difficult. This I was thinking about this. Now I don't know if anyone else mm. has said this before, but imagine a cop in the UK, right? Now they pull someone over. Nine, 99.999 percent of the time, they know that guy doesn't have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So they can go to the window if they reach for something. The police, the officer, isn't scared. But he might have a knife. Even a knife, you. Could, a gun versus a knife, man. Come okay, on. yeah. Okay. Right? So he, and plus, yeah. there's some distance as well. He can back off quite easily if he sees a knife mm. coming. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, imagine you're a cop in the US. Guns everywhere. It's just survival instinct that if there's any part of you that thinks you're about to get shot, you're just going to retaliate. And the thing... Use... use I, I don't want you to... to um do this but you sound like you're justifying the no no, no. Uh, let me finish my so, point so just 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 yeah yeah let me finish my just point. just to make sure this doesn't take <laughs> this isn't taken out of context yeah so let me finish so now the police are always on edge yeah in the u.s they're always more on edge than they are in uk now so they're always worried about it and then now say they accidentally kill someone and yeah cl- obviously that person wasn't armed yeah. Yeah. Now, suddenly, ob- rightfully so, everyone else is gonna kick off saying, "Well, what the hell? What are the police doing?" And now, mm. the more people the police pull up, the more on edge they feel because they know the public's against them. Yeah. Right. And then they do more stupid shit, and then you, you just get this cycle where you get someone, a police officer, just kneeling on the neck of someone who's obviously not any kind of any threat mm. so now i can say well ban guns so they're not worried about it but obviously that's not going to happen the here's here's just like one point that some policemen will be hesitant because of of their gun laws but in that context that that a particular policeman and and um the his colleagues like he was kneeling on the guy's yeah, neck. Exactly. That's that's a completely so different. Imagine, like that wasn't hesitancy. That was um, yeah, but imagine, premeditated. Imagine how how like he thought he could do that and what how he needed to be that aggressive. Because 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 he knows he this, can get away with yeah. it. Because there's the stigma of policemen um, are, are cautious and something might happen, so we can sympathize with no, the policemen no, no. more than we can. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, because of this like narrative of all oh, the police are against us and the police are like, oh, we're always on edge. Rather than the police working for the public, right? So obviously the police is supposed to serve the public. It's almost become like the police versus the public. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So then you get this guy, he thinks the public's against him. So he's sees a black guy and he's just obviously ruthlessly like no need for it and he's killed someone murdered someone even see again it is out of context because because apparently 
he knew the guy beforehand. Oh, I don't know about that. This is what people I'm are saying. saying yeah, yeah. So people people are saying that um they worked at the same um for the same like um agency kind of thing. I don't know anything about um, that. I think I think they were like both chefs or something. They were they worked under the same company for like seventeen years prior, at some point. And apparently people are people are saying it's premeditated. People are, because the reason that he got um. He got stopped was for a supposed fraudulent yeah, yeah. twenty pound twenty dollar bill. Apparently, it wasn't fraudulent yeah. at all. It was a real yeah. So so it was. I I think it it was just very much premeditated. Apparently, they beat him up in a car as well. There's footage that's that was released. Um, that that specific incident but, is yeah. clear why the police were in the wrong. Yeah, but yeah. if you're asking me, what's the general way to fix it? Gun laws not even gun laws they need to get rid of this mentality of police versus public but they how can you get rid of that then well, I'm not because an American I, I can't answer that I think so from what I've heard um, other people talk about first of all they need to like have a better vetting of policemen and women yeah. so you can't you can't just um, have anyone who wants to be a policeman who's just trained you need you need to understand their 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 own um, psyche, their own mentality, yeah. and there needs to be a system where um, that's reviewed every six months, every year, something like that, yeah. where you're constantly checking up on on a person's mental because ultimately you don't want someone who's mentally unstable yeah. in in a high risk job um, where they're allowed access to a flipping gun. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or or they have just general more power than other people so that that's one thing another thing is like um what was i gonna say oh didn't you shoot i think you put that defund the police thing on your story yeah i just thought that was stupid like i told you i well, just thought I, that was stupid it's it's america in it so yeah. it's, it's it's different it's america so but but and, and and i think they've done it in um minneapolis and it's apparently it's working well i don't no, know no, in minneapolis the they haven't defunded the police what they've done is they've just changed the structure of the way the police works. What do you mean? So I can't remember the de- they've not. It's not just a simple case of, oh, we'll give them less money. They fundamentally. They, oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah, they've they've changed the whole exactly the whole system, of, the whole of, system. of police. Yeah, now, um, that's fair enough. Like maybe that new system's better. It's not this idea of just giving the police less money. So then you can put the money elsewhere. It's just I can't believe. See, I I think that. I think there's falls and against, but I think I think ultimately you can't. How do you tackle crime? You don't just tackle it by saying, "Oh, we'll pump more money into the police." I, I think that's the easy answer. I think the hard answer and the difficult answer is the fact that you need to look at the education system. You need to look at the way you're teaching people. You need to look at yeah, but um, the chances could... people are getting because why are people committing crimes? A lot of it is due to poverty. A lot of it is due to they're but not, they're, what are you going to get from defunding the police with that though? Why don't you actually just solve the other issues by getting forget forget defunding the police? Yeah. So all right. So if we talk about, I just I was just really annoyed. If by that post. the way like, I'm seeing it is, understand. if they're going to defund the police and they're going to put the money into reducing crime, but doing it a different way, then it could work. But all right, forget forget about defunding the police. Where could they put money 
they education, could put money into reducing education, crimes, community into service. youth clubs, yep. yeah, into in, into the community, yep. into into making sure people have op- um, equal opportunities. Mm-hmm. Then you know, instead of just saying, "Oh, he's a criminal and he's murdered someone," you actually look at you. You've got to realize why do people do the things they do? A lot of the time, it's because of circumstances. It's because of um, environments. Why do people in London have more knife crime? Because like where's that all come from it didn't just come from thin air it's not just because they're yeah. black do you know what i mean you need there's, to there's a reason basically make a lot it, of it is mm. you need to basically make it beneficial for people not to do crime yeah you yeah you need you need to make environments where people feel exactly. more safe people have more opportunities people are more educated mm. on race on history on things like this so people don't have biased views and and you're not just fueling hatred and if you do that then maybe you'll have, have you heard this you thing know, about um, where it's like single parent homes the kids always do worse in life compared to parents with homes with two parents I've not heard of that I've seen I've been uh, I've not really I wouldn't say I've read it at length compared to like the colonialism and all that yeah but I've I seen mean, quite a few videos about it I spend a lot of time on YouTube, like TED Talks and stuff. Yeah. So I, you you can you can see the logic behind it if there's only one one person who's providing for, yeah, two one two so three kids. I think it was a uh, financially and and emotionally as it well. Was a te- it, it can be daunting on a person. It was this a uh, divorce lawyer. This was a TED Talk that I saw. It was a divorce lawyer saying how, like the father is just as important as the mother but Mm. when it comes to divorce it's just always benefiting the mother so it's always Mm. the mother's in charge the father doesn't have to say and often when they look at the stats of criminals of like someone who's been uh well someone who's not done well in life essentially or in prison or whatever like the major like there's a clear trend of single parent homes yeah and I was thinking like maybe they need to tackle that as well that maybe so how hmm. like if if there's obviously I can't let me get the stats up let me get the stats up but you know how we say oh you need to you can't just put more police officers in the street you need to look at underlying issues yeah I, I honestly think this might be something see with that I think it you could argue yeah that's a harder issue to face because you can't just say oh here's another partner for you go marry off oh suicides as well so apparently what 63 percent of youth suicides are single parent homes that's not really what bias to be honest i think i think one way you could you could oh this tackle this that one is, this is 90 percent of all homeless and runaway youth are from fatherless homes really now, now that's of that's when you can say that's a clear that's horrible. Yeah, eighty-five percent of all children that exhibit behavioural disorders are from fatherless homes. Seventy-one. Because you you need you need stability in your life, yeah. especially as a child. And I think once you you lose you know a father figure or or a, or a mother, yeah. you've you've lost a big chunk of your own stability. I mean, if you think about it from a natural perspective, right? Yeah, you need a guy mm. and a girl to make a baby so there must be a reason why you need your father and mother too i th- i think do you know what it is i th- i don't think it's necessarily that you need 
one of them i think it might it it can come down to as well um if you're a, a single mother you're juggling loads you, of you're well. yeah and i think it's it's not the fact that the kids lost one i think it's the fact that the kids lost almost both because because one of them's just become yeah um emotionally unstable now mm-hmm. and is dealing with drugs and is dealing with depression and is dealing with this and that and the other so you've not really lost one parent there you've lost two yeah yeah that's true Do you understand? that's true that's true i get what you mean and i think i think that's where it really can escalate but yeah I'll, i think I'll with not that really... you, you you need you need more funding into things like um therapy into into like um sort of like a community where you have people who are going through the similar kind of stuff who you can talk to and i think that's just stuff that isn't really talked about much mm. you know everyone everyone's quick to blame the black kid that's 15 who murdered someone but they never think about why did he do that yeah, exactly what was the cycle what why what what led games, to him video games. committing yeah <laughs> But, but like on a, on a serious note, what led to him doing the things he did? And people just kind of brush that under the carpet and say, "Well, no, he's just a bad person, and that's that." And we're gonna just shove him into prison, and that's gonna reform him. Have we talked? Well, we only uh, last time I DM'd you. It was only briefly. Mm. We talked about how messed up the U.S. prison system is. Yeah. Right. So I've again I read up on this as well. There is no country in the world that has incarcerated more of their own population than in the US. Really? Yeah. And then the US economy benefits so much from the prison system because it's cheap labor. As in, they basically have to work for nothing. So essentially, it's it's modern slavery if you think about it. What do they do there? So when you go to prison... Yeah, I've heard someone say that. When you go to prison you don't just stay in, a, stay in a cell all day. Do you know what I mean? You ha- you mm. go out and you do work in terms of, I don't know, mining something or doing stuff yeah. for the community. Now, companies will take these prisoners, the companies who run these prisons, because obviously the, it's privatized. Okay. Be in the US. So they will take these prisoners and they will do they will work them in like mines or whatever. And obviously that labor is ridiculously cheap. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So mm. the economy's they be, the economy's benefiting a lot. These companies make a lot of money off these prisoners. And it benefits them. The more prisoners they have, the more beneficial it is for them. And I'm I'm not saying that's the sole reason, but that's why they've got so many people in jail. Because it benefits because it, them because from, it's is it's easier, first of all, to tackle crime when you just build more prisons, and secondly, yeah, it benefits their economy. So, and uh, yeah, no, it, it goes. It, it, goes well, it obviously way. doesn't tackle crime at all. No, no, it doesn't. But it's easier for them to just say, "Oh yeah, yeah,", yeah. to show show face and say, "Yeah, look what we're doing for crime." But I, I don't know the exact. I need to get the exact stats on this, but it's ridiculous. Mm. It's actually a really good analogy comparing like prisoners because it is is it's no it, it's not it's not an analogy it's true it is modern day slavery because yeah. they work for nothing right. and and that's not as sympathizing with a lot of the criminals there and what they might have done but ultimately you can't say that is america exploiting its own system 
as it tends to do. I I know if or I know that it's definitely the highest percentage of its population inside prison, and it's they they're not there because a lot of people are repeat offenders while they go and they always come back. They've done something else, so prison's clearly not stopping them from being criminals either. Yeah, did, wait, did you have a percentage for like repeat offenders? Oh, I, I don't know, I don't know the stats, but I know that it's where there's a lot of repeat offenders. Also. The United States has 4.4% of the world's population, but has 22% of the world's prisoners. Really? Yeah. America, um, have you heard of the Norway prison system? No. All right, so no, it's literally not even a prison. Like, if you were going to commit a crime, do it in Norway because the prisons is really nice there. But the thing is, their reoffending rates are ridiculously low. You want to know in England and Wales, but this is twenty sixteen to twenty seventeen. But I imagine it's very yeah. similar. So Asian was twenty four percent, black was thirty three point. This is um, percentage of yeah, reoffended. Yeah. Black is thirty three point three percent. White is thirty point seven percent. Other um, mixed. Um, Races is 21.3% and unknown, I'm not sure how you can have unknown, but unknown is 6.1%. So basically, black, white and Asian, you're averaging just below 30%. Yes, yeah, so, but, but that makes sense, as in that it's all similar. So it's, it's basically a third of people reoffend. Yeah, a third of people reoffend. Which all, is really bad. Yeah. Which shows you that ultimately what does, what does the prison system really do for people like they should be stopping them from reoffending, and is, it doesn't clearly or, or it, the fun, for, for the majority it's oh yeah so this is a thing I think that someone said the, the fundamental like aim of the US prison system is not to rehabilitate people whereas even in the UK to an extent it's not that's not the fundamental aim Whereas in Norway, the whole system is designed to make sure they don't reoffend. But at the same time, people aren't getting punished either. Like you still mm. like if you're if, if you're if someone close to you got murdered, you'd want that person to face some sort of punishment as well. Just yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not just Yes, there, there's two sides to it. But that's why I feel like you you that's why you do have to tackle the deeper issues yeah. because prison isn't gonna prison isn't the best method mm. uh, it's it's not the be all end all like on on the one hand you do have the fear of going to jail but on the other hand you don't have the you know the reformation mm-hmm. the the you know stopping people reoffending and and pr- prison system as a whole is very flawed which is why really they should address other aspects um, within society. Um, with that said, we have hit two hours. Have we? <laughs> yeah. Shit. I mean, editing we, it down, we might be just under, but... We talked about a lot of stuff, though. And We did. We covered a lot, man. Fucking hell. I, to- I told you. I, d- I really didn't expect... I really did not... Like, when... Because... Alright, so we, we kind of had a little um, talk about what we were going to talk about. I genuinely thought um, uni stuff would take 10 minutes because I was like, what have I done? I've not done anything. <laughs> and then I thought BLM would take about 
after e forty minutes, maybe. Nah, see, match, I knew like all these side topics that would come up because I knew I'd have to talk about. Because if I wanted to make my points, I'd have to talk about colonialism and all this and all that. Yeah. So I knew it take ages. I could still talk for another two hours because there's so much you can talk about. It was a it was a great history lesson. I have to be honest. Like I've I've learned a lot about just like the British colony and and about like fucking. Uh, Iraq. We didn't even talk about statues being pulled down. Oh, we didn't. I just remembered that now. We didn't talk about that. I've I've seen a lot of arguments about that. I've seen people saying, um, "Why don't you take down Gandhi? Because Gandhi was an evil man." I don't know much about what Gandhi did that was evil, but then I never knew much about what Churchill did. So I feel like I think Gandhi didn't like black people. He's a bit racist to black people. Yeah, I'm not surprised to be honest. Indians and generally are racist to black people. Yeah, yeah, it goes back to the South Asian. Yeah. Oh yeah, being just that, as just how, as like, bad. They bias towards dark, even darker skinned Indians. They like light skinned Indians. Yeah. Darker skinned Indians. Yeah, so that that's colorism. Yeah, you know? I've heard of colorism. I've, I I still like I still sometimes think colorism's a bit stupid. Like the way they. Like obviously there what is a mean? bias towards darkest. Yeah, there's a huge bias. Darkest skin, but then I, I can't remember. I think it was one of our flat one of our flatmates last year. I had an argument with colorism about, and I said it's like worrying about the sink <clears throat> overflowing when the door's on fire. What do you mean? So like you're focusing on a, an issue, like this issue when there's a bigger issue you need to. I think, I think first before I, you solve hmm. that. So, so, what the bigger issue being just racism in general? I think it was, I think it was like yeah. So you 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 have like a group of black people yeah. who are oppressed. Like you, black people don't have it good, right? And colorism is essentially at the moment dividing the mean? black black people. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because you have like and dark w- skin. So like obviously versus light skins and yeah, people lighter like, skin mm. black people. And, yeah. So what I'm saying is, you can't. But then, no point but then, that, that goes back to when we were arguing while all about of you, all Muslims and how France is really bad. But then we're not great to ourselves. You you still have to have the conversations within yourself because if you want things to change externally, they have to yeah, change internally. So, you know, I I st- I'm st- I still think that like and and the thing with colorism as well, it it in a broader sense, you're still black v white do you know what i mean because they're still you're st- you're still um yeah. Yeah, being um raci- racially harassing someone who's darker skinned which means you still have a certain um racist mentality within you where you don't like a different pigmentation to yourself have- which is still the same the same issue isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's this thing about that some research where people are just like subconsciously like subconsciously they just find lights lighter skin yeah, more attractive. i mean i think i've not seen it but like have you heard have you seen that the, i've mm, i saw something on it and that's just a subconscious that, that's thing. that's why i feel like racism as a whole just can't be eliminated because deep down there's always going to be some subconscious um thoughts that some people have where they think they're better because they're lighter mm. and if if it's something that's just for now such a 
I don't want to call it inherent because I feel I still think that look at the end of the day like it shouldn't um, slow down the things that need to be changed you can't just say okay well racism is um, bred within us and, and it's subconscious therefore we shouldn't you know do anything about it there's still there's still a lot of blatant um, injustices that need to be addressed um, before we even get on to talking about stuff at this subconscious level you know but um, yeah I think we should end it there yep that was no. good alright well, do you want to do you want to end on something light hearted light what the, the horoscope story <laughs> horoscope go I'm on I'm on my, my laptop's on 5% right now so I'm going to have to make this quick but um yeah, so no, I was on my explore page and I came. I'm gonna I try and, this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and find the. I've got a load of screenshots just from um, all, all the stuff I've been sending you on WhatsApp. You, I've got so many screenshots. Wait, I'm this. just gonna mention this right. He was so triggered by this that he might spend half the podcast talking about it. Uh, <laughs> not half the we, podcast. I, a I good chunk spend, of uh, it. Yeah, but then I didn't expect it to to. Um, Takes on. When did I message you about this? Do you remember? Come on, we've been putting this off for a while. A few moments later. Nah, I can't find it. Mm. Right. I think we should end there because I've got to go. We'll end it there. Um, when are we going to do this next, man? We, I'm free. I can do whatever if we find uh, something to talk about. Alright, no worries. Alright, I'll let you go. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>